Marriage is hard. It's something we go into so excited, but often end up leaving on the back burner. We believe in a 1 Corinthians 13 type of love, one that takes intentionality and purpose. A good marriage is not something that happens by accident. So it's our hope that you leave feeling inspired to have some new topics of conversations with your spouse through listening to our talks here. I'm Kristen. And I'm Jaren. And this is Marriage on Purpose. Want to hear your questions answered on our listener questions episode? Send in your questions to marriageonpurposepodcast at gmail.com. All questions will be anonymous. We can't wait to hear from you. Welcome to our very first episode of Marriage on Purpose. Welcome, everybody. Here we are again. Here we are again on our end. On our, yeah, <laughs> your end is the first time hearing us. This is our fifth time recording this episode. <laughs> we have had some audio issues. Let's just call them issues. Let's say I'm not a professional. Bear with us. Yeah. <laughs> so let's just give a quick introduction. Um, obviously, like you heard, I'm Kristen. This is my husband, Jaren, and we have been married for eight years now. We just celebrated our anniversary in May, and we have three beautiful children, um, a seven-year-old, a five-year-old, and a three-year-old. So we are just kind of getting out of the trenches, but still like with one foot in the trench. Yeah, we're dragging ourselves out of the trenches right now. (laughs) We're dragging. Um, Yeah, so... Let's just state, before we kind of get into this episode and what it's about, let's state our why for starting this podcast and just kind of our purpose and goal with it. Let's get into that. Yeah. So, Kristen, (laughs) why did you want to start a podcast? It's all on me, isn't it? (laughs) It's not all on you. I think it's fun, too. I think just mixing a podcast is fun um, once I learn how to do it. Um, But yeah, what was your reasoning? Well throwing this out there just fyi this podcast equipment that we got was my surprise birthday gift so if that doesn't show that you also kind of wanted to do the podcast listen this equipment can be used for a lot of things okay but it was my gift yes i got it for you because we've kind of like tossed the idea of doing a podcast around for a while um but really we've just had a passion for marriage for a very very long time really since like the beginning of our relationship we have out of the gate love to talk about marriage love to talk about um marriage problems and talk about marriage with other couples and people and read books about marriage i just felt like it was something that we couldn't get enough of and that could have been chalked up to honeymoon honeymoon phase yeah whatnot but eight years in we still very much enjoy discussing and learning about marriage in the beginning, we weren't good at marriage at all. And I wouldn't no. really say we are experts now. No. But <laughs> in the beginning, looking back, we're like, wow, that was that was something. So even the fact that we still enjoyed it back then when it was not even great. Yeah. You know, looking at it now when it's a lot better, it's came a long way. Yeah. You know. 
And that's really our biggest goal for this podcast is to see people inspired to start being more intentional in their marriages because we really feel like that's our strength is just being intentional. We're definitely not perfect. We have our ups and downs. Um, But one thing that we've always done and I do feel like we are good at is remaining intentional and that has really been a key in keeping us strong and healthy and keeping us together. So that's what this podcast is going to be about. I do just want to throw out there that this won't really be a deep dive into the Bible or theology. We don't really feel like that is our strength. There's so many good theological podcasts out there that you you don't would need better to hear learn from <laughs> you don't need to hear it from us because we listen to those podcasts to learn it because we don't really know it for sure but i do want to state that obviously the bible is our foundation of all of our principles and ideas that we have based marriage off of so it will be sprinkled in but it's not going to heavily be what the episodes are about all right so let's get into this episode we're just going to kind of talk about why being intentional in marriage is important and what that even means just kind of as our introduction so let's get into it what is an intentional marriage why is it important let's start there yeah um i mean intentional just means to do things on purpose when you're intentional with your kids you are purposefully setting aside time to play with them or invest in them or take care of them Um, same thing with your marriage when you are doing it on purpose which means setting aside not just doing it as it comes by you but as not as life happens but being proactive like noticing when something is off and then being the person to bring it up Mm -hmm. that is being intentional that is being married on purpose you're being the first one to jump at things and call them out and make things happen you're being intentional yeah, because those conversations, nobody wants to bring them up, really. Nobody wants to bring up the comment some your spouse made that made you feel uncomfortable because, you know, of whatever reason. You just, I don't know. Maybe it's human nature. You just don't feel like being the person to like, hey, when you looked at me that way the other day, it really rubbed me wrong and I've been not feeling good for three days about it. You know, it's like, not natural. it's not natural to like bring that up. But like, those feelings are valid. You're yeah. allowed to feel that way. That doesn't mean you're always going to feel that way, you know, once you talk about it and you grow as a person because you got to grow individually too. Maybe you won't feel that anymore. Maybe you'll grow through that with your spouse and they can help you work through that. But it takes intentionality to do that. Right. Um, we actually looked up the definition of intentional, the word intentional, during one of our um, past yeah. failed attempts at recording. <laughs> Fourth failed attempt but it was really ironic so we looked up the definition and it actually said being done on purpose and we just really got a kick out of that because we obviously titled our episode or our podcast marriage on purpose and that is really what we're about is just being intentional that's why we titled it that yeah because we believe that's really important One thing that we firmly believe is that happiness in marriage is not something that just happens. A good marriage has to be created. And so I do feel like being intentional is so important because if you do just let the days pass by and do what's natural, do what is in our human nature to do and just 
not pay attention to it at all. Um, you're not going to get the most out of your marriage, the most enjoyment out of your marriage. You're not going to get fulfilled in your marriage. And that's a problem. We, we want to enjoy marriage. That's why we signed up for it, right? Yeah, exactly. We signed up to be married forever. So we should make the most of it and enjoy it. That doesn't mean it's going to be easy in the beginning or even in the middle or even at the end, I guess, for that matter. But why not try? Yeah. So now that we've established that being intentional is important in our marriages, why then is it so hard to actually live out? Especially in like the Christian community that we're a part of, where we kind of believe our priorities should be God and then your spouse and then your children, if you have children. You know, we state that all day long. We always say that that's our priority list, but we really struggle to actually live that out. Like our lives don't reflect that list. Why is that? That's a great question. Maybe because we, maybe you don't know how. Maybe you've never, like your first marriage, you, in your young 20s, in your mid-20s even, sometimes you don't, you don't know. You've never been married before. So like, it's hard to put that into practice. It's hard to say, honestly, God, your spouse and your kids, or if you don't have kids. There's also another person at play, and that's you. So... What's natural is putting yourself. Natural, yeah. We is taking care of number one. You know, (laughs) taking care of yourself first and Uh taking care of your needs and also doing things you want. So what makes it so hard, I think, is putting your needs aside. It might Mm -hmm. not be difficult to take care of somebody else, but it might be difficult to not go out so much or to not hang out with your friends as much or to completely give up a hobby because it's a time suck, you know, like that's what's hard about it because then you're you're trying to not be bitter yeah i feel like that's really true that we just don't really know how i think marriage really points out all of the selfishness in you yeah it does that's our laundry by the way it's finished we got a load got a load done <laughs> load of laundry's done so but i do think that's true you know before you get married life is all about you and it is allowed to be there's nothing else really there you haven't added extra responsibilities in yet aside from work and taking care of yourself and maybe your family but no extra no significant other that you need to prioritize above yourself a lot of people go into marriage because of a really strong feeling that they're having for someone And it's this new, exciting thing. So it's not super challenging in the beginning because it's exciting. Those feelings are so strong. But it's really as you've been in marriage for a bit that it becomes challenging. Um, So I think it would be helpful if we defined love. That is really the foundation of marriage and selflessness and everything that we've talked about. Yeah, I think it's probably a great place to start is what is love? We mentioned 1 Corinthians 13 earlier. Um, why don't we go ahead and read that? Because it lays it all out there. Yeah, and I think if our mindset is right on what the actual definition of love is, then the way we live out our marriages will be better. So 
obviously we all know this scripture. We talk about it all the time, but it's hard to really put it at the forefront of our marriage. So let's read it and let's talk about it because although it's well known, I feel like it is really, really important. So I'm starting at verse 4, 1 Corinthians 13, verse 4. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. There it is. That's the definition. Right there. (laughs) There it is. Right out of the Bible. drop. That's so hard to live out, though. Like, who has a love like that other than Jesus for the church? Yeah. All the time. It feels unattainable. (laughs) We suck. (laughs) That's what you're saying. It's not easy. You think about all those things, like... For instance, keeping no records of wrong. Like, that's something that marriages do all the time. We record, we keep score, Keeping record score. what we've done, what the other person haven't done, you know. And like you blow up one day when you haven't even talked about it once. Yeah. Like, scream at each other because one person's a lazy pig and the other person's <laughs> cleaning the whole house. Even if we don't say it out loud, in our mind, we are keeping score. We are thinking it. <laughs> Those thoughts are there. They're there. And they're valid. <laughs> Well, according to 1 Corinthians 13. Not so much. So this is what we are striving for. Um, And obviously we're not going to be perfect. And we've touched on that. We are not perfect. But as long as we continue being intentional and continue trying, revisiting this, that's why it's important. That's why I wanted to read it. It's so important to consistently revisit these topics because... You might know it, but they don't come natural. So it's something you need to continue talking about and continue reminding yourself and discussing with your spouse even because these things that 1 Corinthians 13 states, they're not going to come natural. It's something that you have to keep discussing. Yeah, that's really the key part of being intentional is talking. You always say something too. If we aren't growing together, you're more than likely slowly drifting apart. And I never really thought about that before. I figured, you know, being the emotionless being that I am, like dark, (laughs) cold soul of emotions for everything. I never really thought about that. I figured, you know, naturally I just want to float through things and, you know, I'll make it to the other side. I mean, time doesn't stop, you know. I will get to the other side of it. But that doesn't mean it's going to be great. Um, Yeah. And growing together doesn't have to look like leaps and bounds. When we say, if you aren't growing together, you're more than likely drifting apart. That doesn't necessarily mean that you are having deep, meaningful conversation for hours on end every single night. Sometimes growing together is very small steps. Yeah. Especially in really hard seasons of life, like having a lot of babies at one time like we did. Yeah, great idea. Um, But there's different seasons of life. There's a lot of ups and downs. So in those downs, it is important to continue being intentional, but intentionality might look small and that's okay. Yeah. It can really just be like, hey, how you doing this week? 
I know a weekly check-in. It was a crazy week, and I'm just checking on you, letting you know I'm thinking about you. And I know you got a lot on your plate. I have a lot on my plate, and we're just getting through this. But we just want to check up and make sure everything's cool. If that's all you can do to be intentional in your marriage in a really hard season, that's okay. That's keeping you together. That's not moving backwards. Yeah. That's not drifting apart. You might not be, you know two steps ahead three steps ahead every time you speak to each other but like if you have really hard times and really stressed out weeks you're both kind of not really talking because you're just busy you know our society keeps us very busy if you never talk and never do that check-in then like yeah you might slowly take some steps back doesn't mean it's the end of the world but like you got more work to do to kind of hey i haven't talked to you in a month you know haven't talked to you in two months because it's been super busy right Rather than if you just do that check-in every week or, you know, you can yeah, kind of save yourself some time and really stay connected during those hard times. So let's end on a positive, helpful note. Let's talk about some practical ways that you can stay intentional in marriage. I have one. Okay. Um, we got some cards from friends of ours um, and they were great. It was a deck of cards and it just has questions. Um, I think we actually, after we did this, we went to Target and we bought some more questions. They were categorized one, two, and three on levels of like uh, intimacy, I guess. Threes were more of a, a deep bit easier question. to answer versus like kind yeah. of challenging to answer. Yeah, the ones were easy. The threes were hard. And we just would be in bed before we go to sleep and like, hey, let's do some cards. Let's, answer, let's ask each other some questions. Yep. And we would do that and talk for two hours when we were just about to go to bed. Because sometimes it's really hard when you are living together every single day and going through the motions and you have that time. Finally, it's hard to know what to even talk about. Sometimes you know it's important. You know we need to be intentional. You know we need to talk. But like you finally see each other and it's like, well, what do we do now? Hi. <laughs> you like don't know yeah. what to say. So just having like something helpful as cards or even you could google questions sure we've done that many times just google up some questions and say let's go through this list or i'll google a list and you'll google a list and they'll be different yeah some of our like best date nights even when we're out to dinner we just pull up some questions on google and that is our conversation starter for the night and that gets us into some really good conversations that we wouldn't have had otherwise yeah we don't really think about a lot of things that are on the cards and it's like wow I don't even know the answer to that question for myself. Ask this to me after I ask it to you. We've done that a lot. Yeah, I think that's good. So obviously just like talking and those cards are a really good way, a practical way to stay intentional. Um, Another random practical way is to look into your love language. I really thought you were going to say look into your loved one's eyes because you were like <laughs> staring right into my eyes right now. And you kind of, How would you know? I really wanted to say I that, know. but I thought it would be creepy. So well, I said it for you. So you creeped everyone out. Yeah. The love language thing is cool. It really kind of puts into perspective how you can love the other person the way that they receive love rather than loving them in the way that you receive love. Yeah, we're going to actually do an episode that's more in depth on love languages, but just practically, even if you already kind of know your love language, it's really helpful to retake the quiz in different seasons of life. Throughout our eight years of marriage, our love languages have changed so many times. So just like a fun thing that you could do is try to like guess 
what each other's love language would be. Write it down, don't let them see it, and then each of you take the quiz and just like compare answers. Yeah. That, that would be would... a really fun way to learn about each other and it can be a conversation starter and like how you can love each other better. Even if you've done it before because you go through different phases and it changes. So like you might, I might think your love language right now is A and then I write that down and then Is A? A, like is that, is that a love language? No. Like Are they like variable. A, B, C, D? No, like A. And then you take the quiz and say it's B. What? Do you not get this? <laughs> you could have just said like acts of service or like physical touch. Yeah, I guess I could have, but I didn't. I just, it threw me off. I was like, what does A mean? Yeah. So like, yeah, you guys get the point. Just take that again and maybe... That'll bring up some conversation. You'd be like, wow, I thought you were definitely quality time right now. And I've just been buying you all these gifts. <laughs> That's real. Nobody would be mad at that. <laughs> no one's going to be like, oh, I'm so mad. He got me a gift. This is the fifth gift this week. Bummer. I just wanted to give him a hug because I physical touch, you know, oh, let's be real. That can really be a thing. Actually, uh-huh. That's true. Obviously, like all of our practical ways have to do with communicating and talking and I feel like that's something we think is very important just because as a person, you grow and you change. And if you are not communicating how you're growing and how you're changing or what's on your mind this week or what you're stewing over, um, you will eventually grow apart if you're not communicating. Yeah, you are a different person than you were five years ago. And if we never talked about your interests or anything related to you at all, I wouldn't even know who you are right now. Right. I have changed so much. Even if you're not trying to grow, um, just listening to podcasts or coming across different articles sometimes just make you think. Even if you're in like the in-between phase of changing your mind on something like there's been so many things that i've read that have like challenged a belief that i've had yeah and it's important to share those thoughts with your spouse don't wait until you've already made up your mind about something to talk about it talk about it with them even if you are not sure where you stand on something maybe i don't know parenting or it could be anything just continue to communicate Mm mm-hmm Well, we're going to go ahead and end here because we are just delusional at this point. Thank you guys for listening. For sure. We really appreciate if you have tuned in. Um, And we are going to end all of our episodes with a little open-ended question. And this can be something that you take to your spouse as a conversation starter. But we will talk about our opinions of this question on the beginning of the next episode so this question for this episode is how do you deal with significant differences in personality type or even love languages Hmm. how do you deal with it so you can take that have some good conversation i'll even make a post on instagram and facebook so you can share with us your opinion and then you guys can hear our thoughts on it on the beginning of the next episode yeah that sounds fun We'll talk about it next episode. So thanks again. We will see you on episode two. See you next time.